Hey now, hey now, hey now. This is the Coffee Schmooze Podcast, a special, special Thanksgiving edition, video edition. Uh, sitting to my right is my girlfriend, Isabella. Um, and for those watching, you can see her. And for those listening, you will hear her. Um, so that's what's going on. She's just going to sit here for support and to be included. And we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Good. So I saw the movie Stutz the other day, which is the, um, the Jonah Hill movie about his therapist. And it was a pretty interesting movie. I liked it very much. And um, it raised – it was very interesting because – so basically, for those who haven't seen it, Jonah Hill sought to make a documentary about his therapist and his therapist's ideas. And uh, at the point, at some point in the movie, it is revealed that it's just like that. There's not enough there that they they in fact have to make a movie about Jonah Hill and the relationship between the therapist and Jonah Hill. And what I thought was interesting about that fact is that you, the ideas centered around healing or therapy are all pretty ba- – it's basic shit. It's yeah. not – nothing's revolutionary. It's like you got to eat healthy. You got to exercise. You got to be in a community. You got to journal. You know, you have to think positive, good thoughts when you're feeling down. Right? That stuff's not that interesting. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think what's interesting – that separates the men, men and the boys is how you communicate those ideas to your patients, mm-hmm. you know. So that was the one takeaway I had. And then the other interesting part about it was I was like, I think Jonah Hill's brilliant. I think he's a great artist. I think he's an amazing filmmaker. But I also thought it was interesting that Jonah Hill, he can't just go to therapy and be the patient. Yeah. He, he has to become best friends with the therapist he has to make a movie about the therapist he has to be like the therapist's special patient yeah and then he has to heal the therapist he can't he can't just he can't he he can't just go to therapy and be the patient yeah and he brought his mom in he brought his mom in and and it was but but he showed you it all that was that was the great strength in Jonah Hill was that he had the strength, the vulnerability to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Another part of the movie that was pretty intense for me that I've been thinking about recently is how Jonah Hill healed the therapist. Was he was like, "What's your romantic relationship like?" He's like, "On and on again, off again for forty years. Why doesn't it work? Because I didn't commit." And I was just, and the argument of the movie was like, you know, everyone, no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't be a good therapist or whatever. Yeah. And I get that. I get that. But, but, but that's also like a, and I, I get that, like how you administer the basic ideas and how you communicate them to people Mm -hmm. is separate from the way you live your life. Mm -hmm. But I did think that was a pretty glaring not practice what you preach moment. I mean, for 40 years, this guy's seen patients. 
He's seen patients for 40 years. And how many times did he tell those patients a relationship takes commitment? It takes work. You have to really give. And once you give, think about how much you'll get from it. Like all that shit. And then here he is just just enjoying the middle ground of an on and off relationship for 40 years. What's that about? I feel like, I feel like when you're a therapist and maybe you're not practicing what you preach or like you have your own struggles that like you can't overcome. I don't think that that really affects like what your job is. Like your job is to support your client in living the best life that they can live. I think it's really important to show the side of therapists being humans with human problems and not having it all together. Right. Yeah, and how and how you heal doesn't it's just so it's just the ideas are so personal. Right. You know, and it's right. and it's so it's such it's not like it's not like any other profession where you're giving advice where it's very much like Mm-hmm. not in your personal day-to-day life right that's where that's where it gets a little tricky it's like politics almost it's like your beliefs but there it, is something like for instance when i work with a client like there is something in me that kind of shuts off from my experience in a way and i'm there as like a guide like you are yeah. there and like like you know showing them kind of these ideas and things like that that i think that with the knowledge that you acquire through like your studying and your research, that's what is like the most important part. Interesting. Well, so yes, it was a very, it was a very, it was a very, it was a great movie. So good. It was so good. And it, and I think a good movie brings up these questions and challenges you. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's rare now. I think, you know, there's not many movies that are made where you walk out of it being like, wow, that was amazing, but I'm not so sure. And then you think about it and then you have conversations with people Mm -hmm. throughout the world about it and everyone talks about it. That's kind of rare these days. There's not many movies that are like challenging and revealing and refreshing. Yeah. And that was unique. And then it's crazy because so many people go to see a therapist, but then to see the relationship on screen Mm -hmm. is, is very interesting, just how imperfect... How imperfect the human condition is, is, and just having the strength to reveal that and mm-hmm. be so naked. It was a great film. I yeah. thought it was a wonderful film. Yeah, I agree. I loved it. I want to watch it a few more times. Why do you want to watch it a few more times? I just think that there's a lot, there's a lot that is said that's really important. So I kind of want to go back and just get in there. See if there's like a different angle. Also, the fact that it's put on Netflix, which is like a really top streaming, you know, device thing that like it's like accessible to so many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you could watch it. You could watch it again. Yeah, but it also like opens up people's minds to like, oh, my God, therapy. Never heard of it. Never been. There's people out there like that. It's true. So you have a dog on your lap. Yeah, I have a dog on my lap. Whose dog is it? So the dog I have on my lap, he's he's sleeping or I'd pick him up. Um, his name's Norman and he's Zoe's dog. Yeah. He bit me. Yeah. He bit you too. Yeah, he bit me too. It's it's tough. It's tough. I love him, but he yeah. but I'm st- my my hand still hurts. Yeah. No, it's definitely my finger is swollen. It's interesting to see the dog around the cats because they're on 
the dog doesn't give a shit about the cats. He ignores them, and the cats are just so curious about Mm -hmm. the dog, but they really give each other their space. They don't interact at all. It's it's very they're very much not on the same wavelength. They're not together at all. I I do want a dog. I I do want a dog. Seeing the dog in the apartment right now is making me no. It's all right. It's all right. Seeing the dog in the apartment right now is making me think that it is possible because I live by a dog park, and um, I live by a dog park, and everyone in my neighborhood has a dog. And it just seems like such a great way to meet people and access community. And also, it gets you walking two, three times a day. Mm-hmm. And I, I walk, I walk a lot. But it, but it's nice. It when the dog, it's when the dog, when I have the dog on the leash and I'm walking, it's almost like I'm riding a jet ski. It's like I can't wipe the smile off my face. <laughs> I just love I love walking the dog and the dog sniffs everything and the dog takes a piss on the light post and then the dog goes duty and it's just nice. It's a nice thing and you I clean up the duty. You clean up the duty, you throw the duty in the trash can and yeah. it's nice. I feel like I have enough space in my heart right like I, Moisha my cat who I love very much. Mm-hmm. I I love him, but he but now I'm like I'm ready for I'm ready for a dog. I need yeah. a dog. I need another child. Mm-hmm. And I like dogs. And dogs like me. But the dog bit me, but I think it was my fault because I was drinking and one of your friends was like, "Don't pick him up. He'll bite you right now. He's all riled up." But since him and I had such a good walk earlier this morning, I thought I was special. Mm-hmm. And he humbled me. He was like, "No, you're not special, David. Mm-hmm. You're you're just another another guy. You're just another fucking fucking asshole. Another piece of shit, motherfucker." Yeah, you know, I don't think that he thinks that about you. But in that moment, in the moment, he yeah, did. He bit me pretty hard, and he he held on. I know you're. For a minute, I was like. I'm not going to get my finger back. How's your finger feeling now? Pretty, you know, it's getting it's getting back to normal. The swelling's going down. It's not as stiff. And it was hard because I was cooking and using my hands so much. So mm. it kind of like it put a damper on I had to I had to be a little bit more cautious. Yeah. It was a, it was a good Thanksgiving. I liked I liked keeping the Thanksgiving small. Yeah, it was so nice. Just two couples, two two young couples just being New Yorkers, you know, mm-hmm. just just hanging out, drinking, making good food. It was nice. But New York City is empty right now. Mm-hmm. The streets are empty. It I was it's empty, it's overcast. Mm-hmm. I was telling Bella outside that it's like when it's this empty and overcast with the the red bricks and everything, it's basically Boston. It's just, it's just Boston, and you, and you know, and I don't like Boston. I'm not paying to live in Boston. I'm not fucking paying to live in Boston. No, no, no. I'm paying to live in New York, so I miss the people, I miss the energy, and um, that's kind of what's going on. I mean, what else? Go through what we ate. So we had a buttermilk chicken, which is a recipe I got from your cousin. And the the key of the buttermilk chicken is the overnight marinade. Mm-hmm. You marinate it in a bag of buttermilk. And salt, yeah. 
do you you put the vegetables in the marinade or no? no 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 i did that before it went in the oven yeah this is something that that we were that is People complain about chicken being difficult to cook because it's so dried out, but you just need to marinate chicken yeah. 24 hours in advance. You can't mm-hmm. you can't cook chicken without a marinade. Yeah. You got to give it some flavor. Some flavor. Some juice. It was nice to have chicken as opposed to turkey. Yeah. I, I'm... Turkey... No. I actually really like kind of doing... Like, last year I did, like, a brisket, and mm. then, like, for Rosh Hashanah I did a lasagna. I've been, I enjoy cooking abnormal things around the holiday for, the tr- for like, a new tradition. Yeah, because the traditional foods, it, they, they're not, they're not that, well, not all, but the, I don't love turkey. I, yeah. and I liked how clean feeling I felt after having the chicken. And the chicken was delicious, you know, the buttermilk. It was it was just like it melted in your mouth, and mm-hmm. it was it was fantastic. And then we did a cornbread. The cornbread was amazing um, because it had jalapenos in it. Yeah, jalapenos and leeks. And leeks. What is a leek? It's a it's a oh a leek is a is a green vegetable. Yeah, it's like it's like a big fancy scallion onion type thing that you know. I, I like to throw it in sometimes as a wild card. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And then and then um, it was delicious. It was delicious, by the way. Butter. If you know Bella, you know she can fucking cook. <laughs> that's that's something about Bella. Bella knows how to fucking cook. Okay. Yeah. So um, and the, yeah, we had a lot of good things. What else did we have? We had le- we had the cornbread, buttermilk chicken. Green beans. I fried up some onions. Yeah, you did. Your your my fried onions yeah. worked out well. It's a long journey towards the crispy brown. I was, you can't give. You yeah. get scared. Like when as you I cook onions, there it takes a long time. You're like, is this gonna work? But eventually, after a long, long, long time with lots of patience, mm-hmm. then it will become a crispy brown. Mm-hmm. And then we had sweet potato, sweet potato pie. With sweet potato casserole. Sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on top. Mm. And then we'll and then our friends Tom Dakota brought a leaf salad and which was delicious and also some potatoes, which were delicious. Not leaves from outside. But yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> that I what we did right there just felt like a passage of a Henry Miller novel. Like in Henry Miller's novels, he'll do long pages just describing these insane feasts he would eat. He was like he was very into the sensual pleasures. Like he would, his books were all about like dr- he would describe drinking for pages or like mm-hmm. feasts. He'd describe mm-hmm. eating for pages or sex, like all that, like set or like nature. Mm-hmm. It was all about sensory experiences for him. But like mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of his books are when he describes feasts. Like mm-hmm. what we just did there was was very akin. We had a feast. We had a feast. It was yeah. it was good. Cooking's good. I'm enjoying cooking. Oh, and then I made. Apple, an apple pie, apple, apple, apple cake, honey almond cake, apple honey almond cake, which is like an upside down apple cake, and it was really really good. How's how's this podcast going for you? I feel I feel relaxed. You enjoying it? Yeah, I'm just I'm excited to be in on the process. Are you satisfied with the amount of participation? Yeah. You do you feel like you've been able to participate a lot? Yeah, I feel. 
and you have a writing credit. When I didn't know what to do and what to talk about, you were like, let's talk about the food. Oh, yeah. There's your writing credit. Oh, thank you. It's a good writer. Isabella, Isabella, the comedy writer. I, I know a thing or two. You can do a thing or two. Yeah. I you can do, do a thing or I two. Can do do some things or two. Yeah, I'm not just all about healing. I no, you can you can joke. you can make a joke. Can you can go joke. in. You can go in and contribute. I got banter. Yeah, you got banter. It's all circles, though. You Whether you wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to hang out with me if I didn't have banter. No, 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 no. I like to talk. Mm-hmm. The. It's all circles, though. It's like whatever you do, you're just going to be contributing to the cycle you're in. Like if you make art, you're really going to impact the artists who want to make art like you. If you're healing, you're going to heal people who are then going to heal other people. You know, it's just kind of everyone's playing a role in society. Mm-hmm. You got to just play your part. You mm-hmm. got to find what your part is and play it, mm-hmm. and you just continue the part. Mm-hmm. The part gets passed down. Yeah, but if you really – if you love it and the part continues to evolve – then it's not like like when I hear part, it sounds like monotonous. You know no, I mean? no. Well, it's it's you want to have a huge impact. Yeah. Or you could have it's you want to have. I think it's human to want to have a big impact. Right. Like to reach a lot of people. That's why people want to be famous. I think on the on the true core level, yeah. is they really because you want to reach, you want your truth and your expression and your point of view to have an impact right. on as many people as possible because that's you just. You, that's innate that's like a it's yeah. a fundamental factor it's yeah. not it's like you can't question why about it it's like that's just in i just i want to impact as many people as possible right that's the story and we're we're at 18 minutes i think that's a good number yeah. i think we can get out at 18 yeah i th- i think that's good do you think that's good yeah anything else um today what do we got going on for the rest of the day just going to make some eggs, make some turkey bacon. Mm-hmm. I'll have another cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go to the another ar- cup. Another cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe I'll go to the art store and get some things. We'll go to the art store. Okay. Um that's, you know, maybe some cuddle, some cuddles. Oh, some cuddles. Some some cuddle time. Maybe another game of Connect 4. Oh yeah. Do they know about Connect 4 for us? No, they don't. the The connect we play a lot of Connect Four, and there is strategy to it. And it's a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a game we play. And as we play, we get better at it, and the strategy evolves. And now the games are pretty tight. Yeah, David is hard to beat. I went through a phase of beating him, like very consistently, and then he found a strategy. But before you were beating me consistently, I was beating you consistently. Right. You you've had one great run. I had a really long run, and it was. It wasn't any longer. I had a very long run. <laughs> it wasn't any longer than my run. David is hard to beat in a lot of games because David is smart and meticulously knows strategy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And so, and that that's a really nice. That's a really. This has been a really nice podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for for all who listen. Mm-hmm. This is this is a big, a big, a big uh, courageous share. Going back to video, yeah. back to video. A special Thanksgiving video. Yeah. It's a big. It's a big courageous share. We're and grateful. We're all grateful. Team grateful. Team grateful. And that's it. I'm done. I've had enough. 
had enough of the podcast. And this is Norman. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>